Hey everybody, welcome to episode 52 of the Half Price Concessions Podcast. This week's featured guest is Langley Austin, the man behind Moonshine Capital Promotions running a Franklin County Speedway and Race22.com. You know, for 2020, it was such a tough year for so many people, especially in the racing industry, tracks that were unable to run, drivers who were unable to get the financial support to go race as much as they normally like to. When you talk to Langley Austin, and as you're going to hear in this conversation, he's got a totally different perspective. So many of the things that were bad for other people in 2020 helped play into the hands of making the 2020 season at Franklin County Speedway a very special one. It had its highs and lows, no doubt about it. But as you'll hear in this conversation, Langley Austin takes you through how 2020 unfolded, how he even ended back up at Franklin County Speedway again at the helm of things, and just his overall take on what this season was for the fastest 3 8 mile in Virginia. So buckle up, hang on. Episode 52 of the Half Price Concessions podcast with Langley Austin is coming up on the other side of these messages. When you're eating breakfast, you don't think twice about hitting an electric line in your cereal. If you're looking through your dresser, does damaging a fiber optic line cross your mind? Of course not, because those utilities are buried underground. So don't think twice about calling 811 before digging. 811 is a free service, takes as little as five minutes, protects you and your neighborhood, and it's the law. So call or click 811 today. This safety message brought to you by North Carolina 811. This episode of the Half Price Concessions podcast is brought to you with support from Performance Center Racing Warehouse. In addition to being the home of the PRW chassis, Performance Center offers in-house setups and consulting, plus suspension and chassis pull-down analysis, along with their fabrication shop that can reclip your race car with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Give Roger Johnson and the Performance Center team the chance to earn your racing business by calling them today at 704-838-1400 or visit them online at performancecenter.com. That's P-E-R-F-O-R-M-A-N-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. Here on the Half Price Concessions podcast, we are joined by Mr. Langley Austin from race22.com and what we'll talk about in this episode, Franklin County Speedway. So Langley, good to so you were actually in the tower at Franklin County. If, you've, if you're not quite sure where the tower is at Franklin County and you've maybe only been here once and twice, just look for the white log building that might have a snake crawling up the back of it. <laughs> but here in the tower overlooking the track and here with the guy who for the – how many times now is this for you around the horn promoting and running races at Franklin County Speedway? I've lost count. How, how many is it, honestly, or did you quit well, counting? Technically, I guess it's third. Third time's the charm, they say. So maybe, you know. <laughs> it feels like more, though. Maybe honestly. we'll continue on. I, yeah, it does. It really does. I mean, it, you know, the, the on again, off again relationship I've had with this place um, has been an interesting one. If I didn't love it, I wouldn't be here. That's for sure. I was about to say, it, it's, a, it's a testament to just how much you do love it. It's kind of like, like you said, like having that girlfriend or that relationships is just toxic and you. It's bad news, and your family's telling you leave, leave that behind, move on to something else, and and you keep coming back. But this year, it seemed like, with all the craziness that was going on, it seemed like, barring the circumstances, it was a pretty good year for you guys. Yeah, I mean, like I said, third time's the charm, man. It really was. I mean, twenty twenty was an amazing year here at uh, Franklin County, and you know, I, I don't think many racetracks can say that. I don't think many, you know, many people in general say that. Um, you know, don't know why, you know, the sun shined on us this year. Um, obviously, circumstances led to a lot of it. Um, you know, Bowman Gray's closing, Motor Mile closing, South Boston never getting opened. All those played factors. Um, just, it was a great year, man. I, I don't know. You know, there's so many variables and so many things that happened this year that just, you know, could, uh, you know, could be one of the things I point to as to why I think it was or what the best part was or whatever. And it's just, there was so much. Yeah. So just to even get us to where we get started, uh, one of the first things y'all had posted on the, the Moonshine Capital Promotions Facebook page was on March the 8th, it was a Sunday, you guys were going to have a meeting, I guess, 
looking for what kind of interest was out there as far as maybe weekly racing or any kind of racing here. But leading up to that, in years past, you had come in, you and your team had come in, y'all promoted races, and then something had gone awry or this, that, and the other would happen. So how does it even, take me back to leading up to, how does it even come about to have this March 8th meeting and even give it a third shot? Because most people would have been burned after the second time or maybe even the first time. So take me back to where does that, where does the genesis even come from to give 2020 a shot? I don't know. You know, we were here in 2013 and part of 2014 and we were off to a really good start in 2014. 2013 was rocky, but 2014 was off to a really, really good start. And uh, I, I think, you know, once that deal fell apart, you know, I didn't think I'd ever be back here, you know. And then 2016, we came back, part of 2017, you know, there's a trend here. Um, you know, we're, we're out. Um, I don't know. You know, conversation started last year. Uh, about having a race we had the turkey derby race here uh last november and we were only going to do one race we had no intentions of coming back and we know where that led yep. so um <laughs> you know here we are um you know and then i don't know you know more about the timeline than i do because you've looked this up oh, I did research, research. I did homework and everything <laughs> you know i don't know anything about meeting or whatever I, I do remember the meeting that we had i just don't remember the dates and when it happened and, and i'm gonna be honest with you you know after the turkey derby you know, like I said, there was no plans to come back. And then once the opportunity opened for us to come back, you know, we kind of took a different approach, you know, before we had went full in, full on, you know, we're planning the season out, doing all these things. Was that them reaching out to you yes. to see if you would rent it? Okay. So yes. that was them reaching out to you. Yes. I I was done. I, I you know, I, I want to promote races. I, I'd love to do that. I mean, that's kind of what we do through race 22, um, you know, just not in a, same the same manner yeah um you know i don't know you just so we get to that meeting and my plan for the season was we're gonna race once a month and you know whatever races we get in we get in if it rains it out rains it out we just move on to the next month just kind of more of a special event racing as opposed to pretty weekly much, racing pretty much and, and you know i thought that was a good plan and you know, my wife, uh, Kimberly, she she didn't want any part of it. You know, in November, she didn't want any part of it. You know, start of the year. And I just told her, so look, so we're just going to go have fun. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. If we're done after one race, cool. If we're done after ten races, cool. You know what I mean? If we're done at whatever it is, it's fine. It doesn't matter. And that wasn't the approach we had the first two times. You know, that we the first two times we really, you know, thought we were going to be here for long term it seemed like you were trying to you correct me if i'm wrong on this those first two times it seemed like you were like we need to build this thing back up with a strong weekly program and we need to make it legitimate again like south boston or motor mile was right you know so and and when you say legitimate i mean you know some people don't know and some people do you know but nine times out of ten when the name franklin county speedway would come up it was a joke you know what I mean? It was go a running joke. Go on YouTube job. and watch oh, the TV yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Go go watch Buck Wild. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, you know, and a lot of that, I mean, you know, it's funny because I think back to when I was a little kid, this was the place to be. I yeah. mean. I've heard you and Kenny Lang echo that Oh, my that gosh, man. The, the, the people that come through here, I don't know if you're on that Franklin County Speedway Memories page. But yeah, I, I get a notification once in a oh while. Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, just the. The pictures you'll see on there of all the the cup people that came here, you know, the Morgan Shepherds, the Kyle Petty's, uh, you know, Rick Mast, uh, yeah, Rick Mast came through here and to move on. Um, you know, this place was the place to be at that time, you know, and and you know, then you look back to, you know, when we got here in 2013. I, I mean, I'll never forget. You know, I'm talking to people that I know that I have a great relationship. with. Like, I ain't coming up there. Yeah, That's even the, they no, were. Man. Even no, they even were even if you're there, I ain't coming up there. Yeah. Slowly, though, I'd see them sitting in the stands. Some would eventually race. Some were waiting to see what happened, and, of course, things didn't play out too well. Um, You know, last year brought more of them. You know, this past season brought more people, you know, because of the circumstances. You know, they couldn't couldn't race anywhere. Um, You know, so I I don't know. But going back to that, you know, that that meeting – it wouldn't have mattered to me if we run one race or, or 50, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we had no intentions of running more than once a month. And, you know, we move on, you know, from that, try to start having races. Well, 
you know, they're all First road block comes up. Oh, man. If, yeah. Well, we didn't get that. that. Was to, to set the scene, not to cut you off, but that was, sure. I remember that period of time, I think uh, Carstord ran their first race at Kenley because I yep. filled in for Stevens. And you were it was starting to fester a little bit with, with the pro sports. And I think the NBA had, had a player that had, had caught COVID and they were canceling and yep. basketball was getting in trouble. And we weren't sure um, – with cars tour, I didn't. I didn't know they were. I didn't think they were going to make it to the next race at Hickory. Two weeks later, in March, all that's happening right at this point for you. Right, right. <laughs> and, and you know, for me, we actually had a rain forecast that I, I pulled the trigger to not race that weekend. Which you know, looking back, you know, I may have wished I would have got that in. You know, not, after the way the season played out, I don't really care. But you know, at the time, I was, oh man, you know, once the COVID really started hit, you know, to hit things that next Monday, you know, it really started to take off. People, say, oh, that's what you were canceling for. No, I didn't know anything about it. I I don't watch the news, so yeah. you know, somebody gonna have to clue me in on what's going on. You know. Before I before I know, I may read some idiot's meme on Facebook, you know. <laughs> you know. So, but I mean, you're not sitting around watching Fox News or CNN no, or any of very that. Very rarely, I, I do. You know, when when uh, you know there's a hurricane, I love watching hurricane coverage. I, it's, oh, it's, I'm, it's, I'm weird. Maybe I don't know. The poor reporter, they stick out there and yes, just get blasted yes. by the wind. It's great, it, you know that, and you know around the time of the election, I watch a little bit of the news, but man. Otherwise, I ain't watching the news. I don't want to know about anything. And yeah. you know, I, but I, you know, I talked to Andy Marquis some. You know, where he yeah, used to work for us, and you know, he works <laughs> down at Carteret Speedway now. Yeah, he pretty much keeps me up on the news, even though I have to take the liberal bias out there. You know, <laughs> so and try to figure out what the truth is. So, you know, and I, and I don't fall on any in either category. I'm not. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just you know who's the best guy, girl, whatever she is. You know, he, she, so, and yeah. roll on. So to bring it back, you go to yeah you had the 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 race you called out for rain, right? You go to go into the next one or the really was going to be your first race, and what is the first roadblock you run into? I don't know if it was the state or if you said it was like the local officials that had kind of thrown up a red flag. What what was the first hurdle? Well. I can't remember when the next time we tried to race was, but I do remember, like, we were, you know, everybody's trying to race. You know, Ace is yeah. trying to race, you know, which, you know, they were the first to really open back up with fans. Hickory was already starting to race without fans. Um, you know, and I remember that, that weekend in May. I think it was the week before Ace was supposed to open. You know, I'm thinking to myself, boy, if I'm first out this gate, you know, because I, you know, I set my date. You know, I don't, I don't even remember if Ace put it out first or we put it out first. But we were, you know, I'm, I'm a week before them, so I'm thinking, boy, if I get out this gate first, it's gonna be a home run. You yeah. know what I mean? This is gonna be the winner right here. Um, we're rolling along, man. Nobody said anything to us. Yeah. We get to Wednesday, of the week of the race, and I, man, I got people calling from Richmond. I got people calling from West Virginia. I mean, people are coming from everywhere because you know everybody been locked in for a yeah. little while there. Everybody wants point. something to do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and I'm thinking, boy, we're gonna hit us a home run this weekend. Wednesday rolls around. Guy from the sheriff's department. I don't remember which one. He calls me. He says uh, we'd like to, you know, just go over what we're, what our concerns are, and you know what, uh, you know, what it says in the executive order, and you know, blah blah blah. You know, and I get off that phone call, and, you know, and I probably wasn't very nice to him. I don't remember, you know, because I, you know, he's taking away my home run. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm thinking this is it, man. This is this is my golden opportunity. What's I mean? What's he telling you? Is he telling you you can't have it this many people there? They got no fans. Um, oh, yeah, no fans. Got to keep six foot between everybody in the pits. Which I mean, they and he, and he even told me, you know, then he's like, we understand that's not really going to happen, but you got to make an effort to make that happen. Um, it sure didn't happen at that race I went to at 311 with Stevens. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, did, they did a similar deal where they said no fans in the stands, but you could buy a pit pass, and the pits were swarming. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that was a bad plan on the state's part to, you know, do it. To, oh, you can have everybody in the pits. They just didn't understand. Yeah. You know, and, and that's part of this whole – part of the whole problem with this, this whole pandemic and how the restrictions have been uh, implemented. They don't have any clue. Yeah. You know. Most of them have never been to a racetrack. They don't have any understanding of the inner workings of a racetrack. For that matter, they probably don't have any understanding of the inner workings of 90% of the businesses that they're trying to stop. No, it's you know not, I mean? they're not good at that. They're not. And, and you know, like here they built this little, I don't know, some sort of group, you know, of, you know, they had like uh, some people from Bush Gardens or whatever and, you know, 
they didn't have anybody representing the racetrack. Uh, and that's part of the problem that we face, you know, in this deal. You know, NASCAR got to race again and, you know, kind of got themselves back because they have the money to go lobby for whatever NFL, you know, all these people do. We're stuck. We don't have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. None you of got, us do. You got no voice in anywhere. No, nah, no. Nah. Luckily, man, my county uh, treated me fantastic. Um, they worked with us, and every every time they got a complaint, they called me. We talk about it. You know, sometimes we were in the wrong. You know what I mean? We, you know, I'd have to go ahead and yep, we were. And I got to fix that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I got to the point to where if they weren't calling me, I'd call them. What we got to do this week? Yeah. What do you, What do you think? You know what I mean? And uh, I'm sure they probably let us away with some stuff that they probably wouldn't have let anybody else away with because we were working with them. We yeah. were making an effort. We were, we did the thing. We put up signs ever. Oh my gosh! You had those little handouts. I remember at the race I came to, yep. where it had the instructions on. Them. Yep, yep, yeah. I don't think people followed those very well, but you know, whatever. I mean, they were there, and yeah. that, that that was the the thing. I mean, and that's what, like I said, that's what they knew. They know people aren't going to follow it. Yeah. So they're they're they want you to make that effort, and as long as you make that effort, they're probably going to be okay with it. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. You know that that roadblock there really, man. That shattered me at that point. I'm I know because you did that video mm-hmm. on the Facebook page, oh, man. and you sounded like someone that had like some high school kid whose girlfriend had just broke up with oh, him to man. go date I was a football player. <laughs> I was heartbroken, man. I was. I really was. I was. I thought I was done. Yeah, you know what I mean. I thought I was done. You know, I I don't have a lot of money. You know what I mean? I'm not, you know. You, you could have fooled me. You go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see that Cadillac parked out front yeah, disguised yeah. as a minivan. Yeah, and, right, 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 but. right. Yeah, you know, and the thing about it is, at that point, I'd done put a bunch of money into advertising. I mean, we were going full throttle into that race. We had went full throttle into the one before, before the rain. So, man, we about spent ourselves out. You know what I mean? We were, I'm thinking, boy, if we don't race soon, I mean, we're done. Yeah. We didn't race soon, and we weren't done. Um, you know, got an opportunity, you know, as things started to, uh, you know, evolve, the county officials always knew stuff was going to happen before we did. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they, they, sometimes they would get blindsided by what was said in those, uh, you know, briefings, but most of the time they knew. And, uh, you know, we had that race on June 18th. I think we were technically not supposed to have fans, but I don't know. There might've been a couple here. I don't remember. Um, you know, but we got ourselves off. We got started. You know, you'd be a, you'd be a great witness at a trial. I mean, he, 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 that glove might have been on his hand. I, I'm not sure. Right. <laughs> you know. You know. I mean, I, I, there might have been some people in the stands, but I don't. I don't. I think yeah. they. I think they had pit passes. I, I don't know. I don't How good did that feel? Just to even just be open. Period. Much less how many people were here. Just to well, it, it felt good to get back to some sort of normalcy. You, you know, needed it. Of being able to race. You know, I went to all the races at Ace. I don't think I went to the car store race, but I went to the other races at Ace and, Uh It was great to be down there. I'm going to tell you, you know, I, hats off to, you know, the Turners, you know, Robert and Jason. They they did a fantastic job down there getting themselves open. Yeah, they got themselves in trouble, but, I mean, what do you do? You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, who can fault anybody for trying to run their business? I mean, yeah, you know, they probably could have done a better job at some of the things and probably not pointed fingers and all that stuff. Yeah. What do you do? It's your first thought, time going through a pandemic, you know. Yeah. Hey, but they, they taught me a lot of lessons, okay? Hey, I watched I, what yeah. they did. They taught me a lot of lessons. I, I told Jason, I said, you should not have granted so many. You, you did too many interviews and you let too yep. many outside press in. And he was like, yeah, after the first week, I kind of learned that the hard way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they were people, like you said, just like, these legislators, whatever they they don't have a clue what no. it is they're looking at. No. They're just coming in from the outside, and they need something to do. Oh, hundred percent. And that's all that outside media. That's really what got them. I think. I don't think oh, they yeah. would have had any problems had they not, you know, allowed that. Not the New York to, Times and Wall oh Street. You didn't have that problem up here, did you? No. Well, first I, I reached out to Jason, thinking, okay, I better ask him, you know, if there's anything I need to know, you know, before I go race. And he just said, no media. Yep. You know what I mean? And I I never really, you know, I'm out in the middle of nowhere, you know. Uh, that's that's one of the greatest things about this place is you're out in the middle, of, for, for this aspect anyways, you're out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody wants to come out here. You know, the health department barely wants to come out here and check the buildings when the season starts, you know what I mean? Because it's a long ways out here, and they don't have any other reason to be here. Yeah. You know? Um, and it ain't off no major thoroughfare. I mean, you got to make no. an effort to get out here. Yeah. I love it because yeah. I, I like driving through the cow pastures and stuff. Yeah. You know, I'd hate to travel it on the if there was ice on the road. 
it's exciting. It's it's a it's a it's like you're going back in time. Oh, 100 percent. Uh, Brad Allen's got the best quote about this place. Guy asked him one time down at Ace. He said, uh, "He said, man, uh, he said, how far is Franklin County from here?" He said, 30 years." <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, never heard that he's, he's not wrong. I'm going to tell you, he is not wrong. Jeez. It's like going back in time when you get here, too. You know, yeah. all the buildings, you can tell they weren't built in the last 20 or 30 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything about this place is is unique. You know, I, I love when other promoters will come here. Steve Britt from Dominion came here earlier in the year. And, you know, we were talking earlier about Dominion. I mean, it's one of the nicest places. Look, I got all the hosting cup races. Oh, man, for sure. It's nicer than some of the cup tracks. I mean, it really is in some what, aspects. Anyway, what did he say when he came here? He says, man, you got something special here. This place is unique. Wow. You know what I mean? And, and, and I mean, that it really is. It really is unique. I mean, it, it, you come here. If you're coming here and you're thinking you're going to get a real nice facility, you better just stop at the gate and turn around, okay? Because you ain't going to get no nice facilities. The bathrooms aren't that nice. They will be clean, but they ain't that nice. The grandstands are just old concrete that probably should have been plowed over 20 years ago, you know? Yeah. Uh, got some holes in it out there somewhere, I'm sure. Um, you know, the racetrack itself looks like junk, but, man, when they turn on them race cars and go to racing, my gosh, it's amazing, man. Uh, it's just... It's and this year, like people talk to me about the car store. It's like, oh man, that had to be the greatest race that happened, you know, at Franklin County. That probably wasn't even in the top five for this year. Oh no, I've, I've seen, and that was a great race. Even it was. in the few times I've been here, I've seen better. Oh, it was. At, at things that weren't touring series. Like right. I, I remember one of the shows Kenny Lang did in 2010, where it was Rodney Cook, Michael McGuire, and, yep. and uh, uh, Jimmy, yep. uh, Jimmy Mullins, all over each other for like 20 laps. Yep. So I mean. How it's 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 one of those things where if the racing wasn't so good, I guess that's really what what has to draw you back. Is it is you don't get this kind of racing at any other track in the area. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you really don't. And, and uh, you know, it is hard for me to you know from the race twenty two side of me, it's hard for me to say that. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to you know put this place as racing above anybody else's. You know. Um, but man, when you come here, you just, you see it. I think a lot of people, when they came to that car store race, the grandstands, we didn't get our normal crowd. Our normal yeah, crowd rained, didn't come. Yeah, it rained a lot, I think. Yeah, we did. And, but our, our normal people weren't here. We had a lot of people that, you know, were here. A lot of our racers were sitting in the grandstands, but the overwhelming majority of the people that came to that race were new. They had never been here before. And the overwhelming majority of those guys, <laughs> they've been pestering the car store about, you know, us, you know, being on their 2021 schedule since then. Um, and they wanted the 30K race to be here, which, and I'm, I, I like Greenville and I like Anthony Anders, but we would have put on a much better show. There's no, no question in my mind. It's just the racing here is amazing. Yeah. And I mean, if you can come here and not enjoy yourself, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you live so miserable. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I like that. That's pretty good. I, I mean, how, how could you be? How could you be? How could you come here and not enjoy this? Maybe if it's a piss poor run show. Man, under well, previous there's administrations, been a, so. there's been some few of those. But if it's if it if it's, it, if it's man, if it's, I got a few piss poor run shows myself. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get at the end of the night and somebody will say, "Well, uh, you know, next day or whatever." I go, would you have a good race? No. Mm. We did not because of us, not not because of the racers, because of us. We did a terrible job. One of the other th problems, or not, I should say, problem, a challenge <laughs> that you ran into this year was because schedules schedules were kind of like shifting sand, and, and yep. everybody's just trying to get some kind of racing in. Yep. I know from the Facebook post, you were running into problems a lot where you were having to find people to kind of piece together the staff oh just gosh. to run races because you had people that had conflicts so how how much of a headache was that it's <laughs> enough of a headache when it's the same people that can be at every race and you're trying to sure. manage you know tech tires fuel run think, the race race control how much of a headache was i that? think there was like three people outside of me and me and kim outside of my family i think there was three people who showed up to every race that blood is thick. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm telling you, it, it it was challenging. Uh, you know, and we got people that you know worked at Ace that come up here. Jamie Blaylock, you know, he come up, helped us with the cleanup crew, and did a great job. And you know, really stepped up that program for us. You know, that's for where we really struggled all season. Even with him here, you know, it's just we don't have the right tools. We don't have everything that we need here because nothing's ever been bought here. 
Yeah. You know, I bought a wrecker and a cleanup truck, and a, you know, we got this pace car from Pilsen's used cars this year. And other than that, I mean, there's not there's nothing here. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, we had to go. You know, find us a good blower. We had to. You know, I had to beg my neighbor to come up here and mow. You know what I mean? Because I didn't have the money to buy a mower to to make this work. You know what I yeah, mean? This ain't not backyard. and keep the show going. You yeah, know, there's a lot of grass to mow. It is. It is a lot of grass to mow. It take you about all week. You start on Monday and you might get done by Friday. Yeah. And I mean, that's even with a zero turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd take you some time. It's just a lot to do. But, you know, race night staff, that was, that was our biggest challenge. And, you know, beginning of the year, we started out, you know, with, with one race director, you know, with Danny Willard, you know, and was going to continue on that path of just so many conflicts with the cars tour. So I had to, you know, get another one. Lauren Yoder ended up stepping into that spot and he had done some races for us before and, you know. He's green. He didn't. You know, he doesn't know everything. He's learning on the fly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where just like Danny learned on the fly. You know when he was starting. Um, you know, and and some weeks that was challenging. You know, some weeks I don't have to listen to a lot of complaints. You know what I mean? Whether Danny or Lauren was here, either one. You know, it's just that's what right, it no, is. No, no one ever comes up and <clears throat> says. Please tell the race director he did a great yeah. job. Like, I really no. appreciate him and the job he does. No one ever does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard some interesting comments about race directors this year. That was, oh, boy. You know, flagman hated the flag. And that was another challenge, you know, having finding finding a flagman, you know. Yeah. You know, we had Brandon Willard there. You know, when Danny's here, Brandon's here. So, you know, I, by needing consistency, you know, and, and eliminating Danny from the process, I got to find both now. And, yeah. you know, this gate, you know, down here behind the flag stand, you know, his, uh, Danny's dad pops, he would take care of it. So it really eliminated three positions right at one time. You got to okay? start getting unrelated people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, lo- I love the Willards to death. They're a trip. The, they run in that pack though. You, you never see do. one without the other two. Very, hardly. very rarely. Very <laughs> rarely. Um, but you know, that was a challenge. It was, that was probably one of the most challenging things of the year. That and, you know, the track's starting to fall apart. You know, this place 52, 53 years old, whatever, yeah. you know. It's, yeah. Father time's undefeated. It's it's seen better days. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we've seen some great racing on a really wore out track this year, but we also had some really challenging nights. A lot of hydraulic cement put in and, um, you know, ended up cutting that big square out over there in uh, turn two um you know trying to fix it and that was another challenge all in itself you know the guys coming to do the concrete uh the wheats you know they run the track here in 2014 after we left and you know they're good people they love this place and um you know they they go and put the concrete in and you know didn't got cut out we're gonna put it in and well they got concrete being delivered to another job at the same time it's being delivered here yeah so now they got one person here you gotta keep two people over there it's hard to lay down uh you know basically dry concrete yeah. When you're one person, that's, you know. That's a job right there. I mean, it, every, everything about this season was a struggle. It was a great year. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the power, you know, Daniel Yates knocking my power out. It still ain't back up. I still don't have the power line back up because at the time he hit it, that was when all the hurricanes started hitting. I couldn't find any wire. Yeah. I got the wire but now, but what a challenge. I mean, it's just – but it made it worth it. Yeah, you know the whole season, it, it, everything about it, you know, made it made it good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's just crazy how how everything played out. You know, with the modifieds. Yeah, I was that was going to be my next point. You have people have been clamoring about getting modifieds back here. Yep. And even to your defense and to any race promoter's uh, defense, it's been kind of tough because they've gone through this weird transition where they. They had an established tour. Yep. ASA came in. It kind of the car count fell off. Then NASCAR comes in, and then the car count falls off, and they're yep. finally getting sort of reorganized. So sort of. how did yeah? So how did how did that all uh, how did that all come about? Where you were able to finally get some of them up here to race more than four? Well, I think I'd had a couple of them reach out to me. You know, in any other year. I probably wouldn't have took a chance on a modified race. You yeah. know what I mean? That's a, that's a big purse. Those guys, they spend a lot of money. And, you know, the tires that they buy are really expensive and really soft and don't last. And, um, you know, ordinarily I couldn't have I couldn't have taken a chance on a show like that. You, you know, you're talking about a twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 purse. Well, you know, here, that's that's a big, that's a a big deal. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I got enough of a risk on a regular night that, you know, cost me a total of 12,000. Well, you add that 12,000 on or whatever the number is, you know what I mean? Um, 
it's a lot. So the modified thing, they'd reached out to me. I was like, man, what the heck? We've had a couple good crowds. You know, July 4th weekend was really good. Um, best one I've ever had. And that's always a good weekend. Um, and, you know, they'd reached out. And I was like, man, let's, let's try to put this together. And then I got the perfect storm. Everything fell into my hands for that first one, that July 18th race. Um, you know, I think, you know, leading in, you know, Bowman Gray keeps, well, we're going we're gonna to try to race. We're going to try to yeah, race. We're going to try to race. We're going to try to race. Email, but like, and then the, the week, I, you know, and, and they weren't, you know, they weren't real happy with my, I, I think they weren't real happy with my, you know, stadium invasion and, you know, all that, yeah. and, you know. But, man, they gave me the gift of a lifetime because that's the week that they announced that they weren't going to race the whole year. So it was the perfect storm for fans, cars, everything. We didn't have a lot of cars, but we did pick up a couple cars in each one of those divisions from the stadium and just worked out perfect. And it's, you know, one of the best nights I've ever seen here. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. It was. And then uh, one of the other big events I wanted to get your take on before we go in the cars tour because that's going to be a that's going to take a while to dissect was sure you got the you did the the buster carroll memorial and i remember just in the couple races i got to work here back in 2010 i remember you know i, I didn't know buster carroll from adam and i didn't get to talk to him much but i remember going through the crowd and talking to a few people and just realizing like how many people like this guy it'd, it'd be oh, like sure. it'd be like coming from mars to ace and trying to learn who barry beggarly was in, right. in some respect. So talk to me about how cool that was and how special that was to get to do that Buster Kerr Memorial Race. Well, it was the second one that we've got to do. Um, you know, I wish that's something that could have been kept, whether we were here or not, kept up every year, uh, you know, since his passing. Um, you know, Buster was a fixture here, uh, you know, for so long. I mean, street stocks, uh, you know, uh, he even ran uh, – a lot at Ace back, uh, you know, in the Modifieds and Yellow 15, um, you know. So, got, got been around for a long time, raced, uh, you know, a lot of races, won, you know, a couple championships here, I think. And, I mean, just, uh, you know, really been one of the staples, you know, this uh, this track. And, uh, you know, his wife, Rhonda, super nice lady and, um, you know, just – you know something something that i really upon his passing i really had never put much thought into it and that was in 2016 upon his passing i i was like man we got to do something to keep the legacy of these people alive you know yeah these guys you know and, and that's whether they're I, I, whether they're dead or alive honestly and, and it's it's a challenge that all these racetracks have i think we got to keep the legacy of all these racers alive to keep you know people coming you know bowman gray you already got that because it's they're all the same last names have been racing there for the last, you know, hundred years. It feels like, you know, yeah. uh, you don't have that at most racetracks, you know, they're, you know, Buster didn't have a son that's here racing, you know, um, you know, and most of those guys, you know, don't, There's, you need to keep those, those legacies alive and, you know, really, you know, make sure people never forget those guys because yeah. those guys are, you know, important, you know, to the to the history of this track and, and keeping their legacy alive is important to the future of this track. Um, same with Ricky Gillespie, you know, passing away later in the year. It just, it's important to keep these guys fresh on people's minds. And, and you know, that's why I want to make these annual events, yeah. you know. Hopefully I'm here to make them annual events. Yeah, about to say. Um, you know, but... I, I mean, you know, six pack, you know, Rodney Cundiff, you know, passed away, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, that that's a race that needs to happen every year. You know, it's something we didn't get to do this year, just circumstances, you know, it's really hard. To, I'm going to tell you, you know, you're talking about the schedule and, you know. Yeah, how fluid it was. I'm going to tell you that it played into my hands somewhat because I'm a terrible planner, um, you know, so having to plan things two weeks at a time kind of played into my to my hands a little bit it also made it more challenging because you know people would mess you racers that want to race with you full-time they messed hey what uh, what weekends are we racing yeah i don't they, know they want to plan vacations and time off and stuff right right they got other things to do too i mean life still rolls on um we couldn't do that i, I couldn't you know and, I, and and they didn't understand that you know yeah. you know it's really challenging for people to not understand that you didn't know when you was gonna race yeah, one, you know, one set of things goes wrong and kind of like what happened that year when you uh, the Turkey Derby this yeah. year was going to happen until 
here comes big enough roadblock that we can't get past right. it. Right, right. So you were kind of almost, I hate to say, waiting on the other shoe to drop, but, I mean, you kind of were at any moment. For real. I, you know, and there's some other challenges here that I, I won't get into um, that make operating this racetrack more difficult than it should be. Um, and I, I'll probably never be able to talk about it, but it, it, it it's even more, it, it's even more restrictive than the governor. I can go ahead and tell you, ah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's just, it's challenging, man. Uh, and this season every week, you know, I was like, okay, when, when, you know, I knew I was going to get a call from the sheriff's department probably that week. Cause we usually talked every week. And like I said, I started calling them and I didn't know whether I was going to get a call from the health department or not. Sometimes I did. Sometimes I didn't, you know, and it's funny. People that didn't even come here would call in complaints. Hey, they're not wearing masks. Hey, they're not doing this. Hey, they're not doing that. Uh, you know. <clears throat> ah, and speak, look speak who's it calling up. on the telephone right now. The sheriff's department's uh, calling me on my phone right now. So, <laughs> funny enough. It's bad, it's bad when the caller ID says captain. Yep, we're, we're not yep. talking about the football team. <laughs> no, we are definitely not talking about the football team. You got to love it, man. But, um, you know, that was that was the thing. It was every day, you know. You know, I'm full steam ahead with advertising i'm full steam ahead with moving on full steam ahead with unfortunately paying bigger purses than i've ever paid the risk is bigger than it's ever been and man i'm dealing with this on the other side yeah and and that's the thing people will never every racetrack i'm sure dealt with very similar things um you know but like i said you know the health department they get complaints from people oh, they yeah. weren't even here oh they're not wearing masks well they're not social distancing was it you know I, were you there I, I got back channels of finding out who who yeah. did a complaint? Unless they were an anonymous one, there's a few of those. Um, but you know, if they call into the county, I know basically who it was, and they were here. Yeah. How do they know? Just where'd you see this at? Must have been bored at the house. You know what I mean? Andy Griffith must have gone off the channel. You know, you know, I, you you know, every racetrack that operated did so somewhat out of the executive order in every yeah, state. There was no, there was no operating within it. There to wasn't. the full extent, I guess. Yeah. There wasn't. You know, I think everybody made an effort. You know what I mean? So, yes, was there things here that we did here? Yes, 100%. There were things that we did here that wasn't within, you know, what they wanted us to do. kind of sounds like tech. It is. It, I, it, I, tell, it, it. I tell people, okay? <laughs> you know, a racer, a racer would ask me, well, how are you going to get around such and such? I said, well, let me tell you. I read that executive order exactly how you read that rule book. Yep. <laughs> and they go, oh, I understand. <clears throat> you know, they understand that yeah. because, I mean, that, that's really what I do. Heck, I'd call the sheriff's department and go, now I'm reading this executive order. And it reads and says, and, you know, they were honest with me. They go, yeah, yeah it reads like you say. You know I me. Mean? Yeah. You know I me. Mean? Now, eventually that's not going to read like that. They're going to yeah. fix that. But right now, that's how it reads. And that's little, what we're little, rolling on with. A little gray area. I mean, that's how you have to, had to operate this year. And I, honestly, yeah. I think it's how you're going to have to operate in 2021. I think yeah. racetracks are in for just as big of a challenge in 2021. I mean, you know, Southside Speedway, you know, announces right. they're they're gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, Who knows if Motor Mile's even going to well, make it to theirs. <clears throat> you know. Because they seem like they were the first one to just go ahead and throw the towel in early on. Just, they were. We're not even going to try with this headache. They were, and I think they regretted it later on. You know, I think, I don't know that for sure, but I think later on they regretted it. But they're in such a spot, you know, all these racetracks, like South Boston, like when they tried to have their midseason race. It's South Boston. Everybody's going to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything you do, is somebody's going to know about. You know, this is Franklin County. <laughs> Nobody knows what we're doing. Yeah. I didn't even put out results this year, okay? Maybe I shouldn't have done that vlog this year. Maybe I exposed you a little bit. Hey, you probably, that, that, you probably is my, that is my most viewed posting on YouTube was when I came here and did Sweet. the vlog and walked around. So I hate if I brought you some already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't remember any of the any of the health people telling me they watched that specifically. Okay, good. Okay, I we'll do know that they watched my Facebook every week, so I didn't post nothing on there. You no. know what I mean? No. We just advertised the next one. Yeah. Roll on. Hey, y'all got results posted? Nope. Nope. <laughs> you should have been here. <laughs> That's the only way. And you know what? That worked for us. You know, people yeah. say, well, the only way a racetrack can be successful today is if they put out, you know, videos and they put out photos and they put out results and they're timely and they have great media. Well, in 2020, that didn't work like that. It kind of worked a lot better that you didn't. It did. I mean, I... And, you know, luckily, you know, we... 
you know, the the things that we could have gotten in trouble with, you know, for photos being out there or whatever, the media that we that came here, they all wanted us to be able to race. They needed something to cover. Right, 100%. I mean, we had, you know, area auto racing news come here. They never came here before. They probably didn't know Franklin County existed before. Yeah. You know, you know Andy Newsom, you know, came out here. Um, you know, Corey Latham, obviously. You know, all these people wanted to see us race. Not just us, but every racetrack. I'm not, I'm not, you know, singling us out in that. But, you know, that's that's why, you know, racetracks can be successful is people not trying to. That's what, you know, the first weekend at Ace, you know, we talked about the media. Well, it wasn't just the media. Yeah. You know, a lot of people post a lot of photos and a lot of videos yeah. of Things they probably shouldn't have. It was, it was a stick it to the man moment for them, and it was probably it was. hurting the people that were trying to run more than one race. It was. It so. was. I mean, yeah. You know, it happens. I mean, I, I, I'm thankful for, for what they did down there. Yeah. Because I, I learned more from them than I did myself. So. Yeah. I mean, the, their their scenario, you know, how things play. I didn't, I didn't want it to play out that way for them. I wish they'd have been able to race every week. Um, but. Watching them taught me more than anything. Yeah. I knew what not to do. I knew what to do and what not to do. And they did a lot of things right, too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, like having the modifieds there, they got to Bowman Greco. Obviously, yeah. that was me. My mind, oh, man, maybe I can get some of those people over here. You know what I mean? They're too close to the interstate. They were supposed to have somewhat of a stadium invasion. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, so we, you know, picked it up from there. They're, they're not open. Let's, let's see what we can do here you know what i mean yeah. that's what almost got me in trouble though was the bowman gray stuff because winston salem paper started writing about stuff you yep. know and, it, it, <laughs> and i had to kind of take a different approach you know when they would call me and after that first modified race uh channel 10 calls me and it goes well we got a picture of a crowd from this past weekend and yeah i was like now is it dated what i said is that photo dated <laughs> it's probably not is it? he said well no I said, well, how do you know it's from this past weekend? Yeah. And uh and the guy goes, Well would you uh would you be willing to do uh would you be willing to do an interview, a zoom call or whatever? <laughs> no, sir, I would nope. not. <laughs> I do not want to talk about this. I don't want to give you the opportunity and they left it alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was I'm 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 thinking in the back of my mind, you know, after three or four or five days passed and they didn't do anything. I'm thinking in the back of my mind, thank you, Jason Turner. Yep. Thank you for <laughs> saying no media because I probably would have done that interview if not. Yeah. You know, and and it it helped us so much. You know, and that's that's the thing. You know, and Jason and them they they were you know very forthcoming about their whole situation. You know, whether behind the scenes or on Facebook. You know, they and 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 they were right. You know, why is you know six hundred people allowed in Lowe's and you know you got you can have no fans in the stands over here? It just doesn't make any sense. This whole thing just didn't make any sense. So, Tal, we got to go down the car store hole. And I'll tell you where, where this kind of started from my end. And I know you'll fill in the blank. I had gone to uh, <laughs> dominion to fill mm -hmm. in for Tony Stevens. And I think the next race for them was supposed to be, I think it was orange County. And it was like the mid Atlantic race. It wasn't right. 30,000 and, uh, racing at orange County was not going to work. They were in the wrong County. Honestly. Yeah. The two closest, hundred percent, hundred percent too close to state capital. And, me and Danny Willard were sitting there talking, and I was like, well, where else could you race? And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, well, could you even lease Motor Mile? And then I started thinking, I was like, you know, Ace had already gotten in, in, in their trouble, yeah. and they were shut down. And I was like, well, where else is racing? And I was like, well, Franklin County. And he's like, you know, that that might. But then I'm also thinking, like, you know, these guys are, they're used to the Motor Miles and the South Boston's right. and the the much nicer facilities and stuff. I was like, in my head, I was like, if it happens, cool, but I don't think it's happening. And then it gets announced and Facebook goes bonkers. But from your end, does Jack McNally call you? Do you call him? How does that even start? Well, it started earlier, way, way before that. Um, when this pandemic started happening, you know, I felt like at some point we weren't able to race at the time, but I felt like at some point we're going to be able to race. We're in the middle of nowhere. We're, you know, all the things that I've talked about that's been unique here that helped us, I'm thinking we're going to be able to race. And there's going to be a lot of tracks that's not going to be able to race. So I called Jack. Just say, hey, man, if you need a place to race, once we get open, I'm ready to facilitate it for you. 
I think he was like, thank you, hung up the phone and said, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think that's how that went. You know, I couldn't hear that. Know Franklin County existed. <laughs> um, he might have. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll give him some credit. You know, so, you know, it goes on. It's probably a couple months. And uh, Jack calls. And, which, you know, Danny Willard and I talked a lot, and we were working on it. You know, I was like, man, we need to get them here. You know, they're not going to be able to race. And so he's talking to Jack, you know. And, you know, Jack calls, and he's like, hey, can you do a race on uh, August 22nd? Nope, I can't. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I said, you know, I can facilitate some other date, you know, whatever, because I had a monster truck show scheduled. I was like, man. I was like, I'm not, I'm not canceling this monster truck show. Yeah, those you know, things are amazing. <laughs> well, <laughs> two days later, phone rings. Somebody from the county. Hey, uh, we're we're concerned about this monster truck event that you're going to have. You know, you guys are having races, and you know that's one thing. But this is a whole other thing, bringing in families and doing all this other stuff. And we're concerned about this, and we'd rather you know that you didn't have that or that you sold tickets in advance, and we, to the point where we couldn't. You know, we're two and a half weeks out, three weeks out, whatever it was. And I'm thinking, boy, what am I going to do now? Because, you know, I don't want to piss my county off. They've been really good to me. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, so I'm, I'm playing the political game all the way through this. Yeah. So I talked to the guy from the Monster Truck Show, and he's like, man, they just don't understand. And I'm like, I know. You know, because he's yeah. from over here in Words. He comes to some of the races. So he knows what we're doing, what we're about, what we got going on. He said, well, just let me know if we need to reschedule it. We can reschedule it, you know, sometime in September. He gives me some dates. I'm like, okay. Thinking, man, I just, you know, I'd love to make this car store deal happen, but I really think I'm going to hit a home run with this monster truck show. Oh, yeah. Another call from the county. I'm like, eh. You know, when I got done with that phone call, I'm like, boy, you know what? I I better just go and cancel this thing. And it'll open the door for the car store, so that's that's a good thing. You know, because I didn't want to go a weekend without operating because I didn't know when we was going to have to stop. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I called Jack. I'm like, yeah, I think we can do this. We we work it all out. You know, he's like, all right, I'm going to come down there Monday. I think he was at Dominion that weekend. You know, he's going to come down there Monday. Well, while they're at Dominion, I don't It might have been Stephen Dunn. I can't remember who it was. It was one of those, one of those guys that's tied in with the car store there. It, you know, text me, man, you got a date. That's awesome. Well, he ain't came here yet. Yeah, so we haven't confirmed It was that. done long before he got here. He oh, just, okay. It was, you know, he was going through the motions when he got here. Um, you know, so, you know, he gets here and says, yeah, I think this will work. And, you know, I'm telling him, look, you know, obviously this is not the nicest facility in the world, but I'm telling you, we're going to put on the best race you have. And uh, I'm sure he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, because yeah. he ain't seen no races here. He don't know. Yeah. Um, and we put on the best race. That they had. That was a hell of a late model race. Oh, my gosh, man. Oh, my gosh. You know, this, I don't know that this track, and it may be, maybe just wasn't a good super race. It wasn't a very good super race, but maybe maybe this place just ain't suited for those cars. I don't know the way they are. It is for those late model it, stocks, though. Golly. It, oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> and, and, and really, our Charger division, which is just 1990s late model stocks, it's even better. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that class can put on such a great show. They did at a... I think at when we were at Dominion, you know, car store ran first and was just late models, and I kind of hung around after. And I think they ran that the Virginia Racers, Demi- yeah, division Virginia that's, Racers, that's which is almost this. like a Charger. Yeah. And they put on a hell of a show there. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, yeah, those are the late models that I grew up watching. Hundred percent. So I'm glad y'all found a way to work them 100%. in. Yeah, I mean, and getting the car store in, you know, that was. That was good for us. Like I said, you know, a lot of the people that came to the car store race had never been here before. Would have never came here. Yeah. Several of them came back to, to races in the future. You know, after that, you know, Labor Day weekend, that was, uh, no, that wasn't a Buster Carroll. Buster Carroll was later. But <clears throat> Labor Day weekend came, you know, had the late models limiteds that weekend. Uh, that was the weekend that Jimmy Mullins and Darren Cochran got into it and uh, had their little fracas here on the front straightaway. <laughs> you know, uh, you know <clears throat> all that stuff. It's funny, you know, because of the reputation of this racetrack, sometimes people go, and they didn't do that this year, but. Um, sometimes people go, oh man, that's all they do down there is fight. That's just, that place is a joke or whatever. When every racetrack I've ever been to, they get fights. Yeah. I mean, Dominion, nicest facility in the damn world. And I go up there and you've got people jumping on the windshields of cars. You I, got I, I get thrown, <laughs> thrown down over a hood. I mean, this place is straight up bum and gray. You know yeah. what I mean? Up there. But it's the nicest facility in the world. But 
people never go, oh, that, place is, that place is a joke. I wouldn't go over. It's just a bunch of hillbillies. But they would here before. They don't now. Yeah. I, this year, really, I'm going to tell you, that that's one of the best things that came out of this year. And one of the reasons why I would like to continue to try to build this thing 2021, 2022, 2023, and beyond is because, man, such momentum, such a change in, in the the reputation you know, this place, and, and we didn't, you know, the hard part for us was, I mean, you know, first time, first time Brian Reedy came here, you know, he wasn't coming back, you know what I mean, because things just didn't go perfect, I didn't have a tech man, I'm down there playing tech man myself, you know, yeah. just filling in gaps here, you know what I mean, and we just, no consistent staff, you know, we talked about earlier, it's just such a challenging thing, and it just made it so difficult, I'm sure Brian's very happy that he came back, seeing as the next time he came, he won the race, but, you know, that helps. Oh, it helps for sure, <laughs> for sure. But you know, that's that's. I saw the thing. I saw, post, I saw people posting on Twitter, Facebook, other social medias that would have never batted an eye at a Franklin County result yep. or picture or anything, and you know, being the only track in the area racing, I think helped. Oh, for sure. Jared Fryer helped you out a ton. Mike Looney had a hand in that as well. But mm-hmm. I think, like you said, just reminding people and in some cases introducing people to hey this is out here too right you don't just have to go to these right bigger fancier nicer looking places there's there's a little track over here that'll suit you and it'll you know it'll compete the racing's fantastic like i mean that we can't say that enough about this place the racing here is absolutely and that car store race opened so many people's eyes to how badass this place is i mean really how I much mean, of a headache did tony stevens give you because uh, tony has to come tony in gives and me a headache every time he talks yeah tony has to come in and set up the pay-per-view and and the the, the cameras and all that stuff he, you, and you've you've been working with tony for a long time the, the great thing about where i'm at in life now four or five years ago i probably would have cussed him out 47 times <laughs> but where i'm at in life now i'm just i'm cool calm i just try to every now and then they'll the racers will get me riled up but for the most part, I, I'm like a dude that's been smoking dope all day or something. I'm just cool, calm, chill all all the way through. You know what I mean? Just yeah. you know, you know how you know how potheads are. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I might be related to a few. Oh, I'm, I'm related yeah. to more than a few. <laughs> you know, I ain't never touched the stuff in my life, but I'm 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 just that chill. You know, most of the time now. You know, people. You know, except for the week. I'm gonna tell you, <clears throat> the week of the second modified race we had, where we go to. Cut pit road up. Yeah, pit road's falling apart. Way worse than the racetrack was. Yeah. You know, every week, you know, we're just having to put a little patch here, put a little patch there, put a little, you know. So I'm thinking, man, we're going to fix this. You know, made a couple dollars a couple races here. We're going to put some back in. We're going to fix this. Well, the first guy I get to do the concrete, man, he ain't got a clue. Yeah, he tells me he's got a clue, but he ain't got a clue. He don't even dig deep enough. And when the stuff gets here, he don't even have the tools to to put it down. Okay. Uh Wasted. $1,600 $1,600 worth of concrete. Wasted. Jeez. Gone. Don't well, get that back. <laughs> listen, that's Monday of the race week. Okay. You know, we were racing every week. So Sunday we cut it. Monday we went to put it in. So I got to get, you know, the wheats over here to fix that. So, <laughs> you know, we get them over here and they're like, I don't know, you know, we got to get this. We got to do this. So there's a bunch of work to do. And, you know, we get going through the week. We're we're on Thursday getting ready to put this concrete in. I got mm-hmm. these gigantic stacker haulers coming on Friday. Okay, yeah, that have to go across it because of where the holes are. Yeah, you know, stuff's got to set up, and not break when they go to go across it. It starts raining when the concrete gets here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that was uh, that you week. Have, you might have needed some weed to smoke that week. Uh, I probably <laughs> would have been better off if I had, because I mean I'm stressed out all week long. Just thinking, boy, this is never, this is never. And then to top that week off, I'm laying in bed about, I don't know, about 8 o'clock that Saturday morning, you know. We get through practice. Friday was good. I'm thinking, wow. All right, we're past this. I'm laying there. Dennis Hall who announces for me and uh, does a bunch of stuff here for me. I mean, just whatever we need. Yeah. Parking, does whatever. He sends me a text with his picture. And, you know, all I see in the text is this dude's butt, okay? So I'm thinking, what did he send me this picture? Just, Plumbing, just yeah. guy standing there, you know what I mean? That's when Daniel Nates, Yates knocked my power out down oh. here. So the power pole's laying down. I see it in the background. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I got to jump up, grab a shower, and take off down the mountain. You know, I'm 25 <laughs> minutes. 
I'm thinking, how, how did you do that? I'm thinking, how bad can this week get? Okay, yeah. I mean, you can't get much more challenging than than that. And and you know, so I get here and I don't know what we're gonna do. I ain't got no electricians on staff. You know, I ain't got nothing. You know, what I mean, my brother's an electrician, but I mean, he ain't dealing with power poles and all this other yeah. stuff. I don't even know, man. But luckily, you know, it's funny how life works. And I know this doesn't pertain to racing, but this that whole deal. If it hadn't, if that guy hadn't hadn't have screwed up that concrete on Monday, I met a guy who works on the side. You know, he come and took out the concrete that was yeah. in there. Well, he works for AEP. Oh, well, he shows up and helps us. Awesome. So it just if you it, hadn't had the first headache, it, you wouldn't have even had him. It's to funny call. how like I, I tell people all the time. You know, I, I grew up as as a Christian. And, and, you know, believe in God and, and, you know, I know where I'm going when I die. You know what I mean? And everything happens for a reason. Everything in life, you being here today, you know, us doing this, there's a reason. There's a reason for all this. Uh, Everything that happens and it just us being back here, you know. If we hadn't have agreed to do the race last year at the end of the year, we wouldn't have been back here this year to have the year we had. You know what I mean? Everything happens for a reason. Everything. And it's just, it's amazing how life takes you in, in directions you don't expect. Yeah. You know, I, I, I never, after 2017, I never, never planned to come back here as, as far as, you know, running the racetrack and, um, you know, just do the race 22 thing, have a good time. And, you know, we can, when we're working out, you know, it's okay. We make, you know, enough of a living to get by, you know what I mean? And I enjoy it. Never expected to be back here. And, and we had an, an amazing year. Yeah. So now, with this season in the rears, and we're near we're near the end of the calendar year. Twenty twenty one's coming up. Is it? Are you what? The the stricter restrictions. That's terrible English. The more stringent restrictions that got put in that canceled Turkey Derby this year, and right. and you had to wrap up your season earlier than you wanted to. Does that have to be totally reversed for you to even get one race off the ground going into 2021? Like, what what do you need to even get going in March or April or, or whenever we can with a race? Mm. Or do you even know yet? Well, the first thing I need is a lease. There you go. <laughs> um, we're not going anywhere without that. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, we're really close on that, I think. Um, probably by the time this comes out, we'll have that done, I hope. Um, I, you know... I don't know, man. This COVID, the, the whole restrictions by the government, whether you agree with them, disagree with them, they they make life so difficult, you know, um, especially trying to run a business. I mean, I can't imagine being a restaurant right now. I mean, yeah. knowing that in a few days, week, month, whatever it is, you're probably not going to have indoor dining, you know, all those things. So for us, same boat. We're just trying to navigate it. You know, we were talking about earlier, you know, Motor Mile putting out their schedule and, you know, going gung-ho. And South Boston, it didn't even open this year. They're going, they're going gung-ho, got the schedule out. I don't know why they think things are going to be any different. I've been kind of thinking that, too, about all of racing. And I felt bad feeling like I'm a pessimist on it. But, like, right. like <clears throat> even in other stuff, like Eldora put out that they're running all these other races right, to make up right. for what they missed this year. and. And and everybody's putting things out, and in my mind, I'm sitting here like, we got to get some form of, uh, I don't know what the word would be. Well, normal relief, I guess, <laughs> some, some form of relief. Or we, ain't, it was hard enough to for, you know, everybody else to do anything this year. Hundred percent. Like, you know, eh, and I just don't see it changing a lot. And it may, and I hope it does. And you just say you don't want to be a pessimist, but you got to be a realist at some yeah. point. Um, you know, and just see the picture. And I'm I'm fully prepared not to race until May or June or July or whatever. Um, you know, if if we, if we obtain the lease, and you know, it it'll be what it'll be, and it will probably just try to ride through it. I've I've wrote out, you know, I'm just like them. I've wrote out a couple schedules. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got one schedule that if nobody else opens up, this is what I'm gonna do. And I got another schedule that if everybody opens up, this is what I'm gonna do. And if things go back totally to normal, this is another thing I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? So. It's hard to prepare. It's 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 almost impossible to to know what the heck's going to change next. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, I, I, before the Turkey Derby, I expected something to happen. I just didn't expect it to be so restrictive. Like, I was really looking forward to that too. I was going to come up and 
you were going to let me kind of use it as a guinea pig to, to do an audio broadcast. And yep. I never, I, I felt deflated as a fan with the other stuff, but that one I was really felt deflated, not just for myself, but also for the fact that you didn't get to finish the way you wanted. Right. Because you didn't get to start the way you wanted. You well, we didn't. So late. Yeah, it was fitting that we didn't get to finish. Yeah, know, it, was, it was 2020. It was. And, you know, <laughs> listen, everything that happened in between, I wouldn't change anything, man. Yeah. Wouldn't change anything about 2020. I mean, I mean, I don't want COVID to be here, but it was here. I can't change that part. All the things that I could have changed, I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, it was, it it was perfect for us. Anything we leave out before we hit the stop button on this recorder? That I don't I think f- so. I feel like you've unloaded the the dump truck in the yard. We got everything <laughs> out of the oven. I don't think we left a stone. Yeah, I mean, we we covered 2020 about as well as you can cover it from the standpoint <laughs> of this place. I mean it. Like I said, man, I'm telling you. When I, and you know, it's funny. I, you know, I talk. You know, everybody you talk to, especially personally, everybody you talk to, they're, oh man, 2020. You know, it's like a black eye. You know, it's like this. You know, it's a bad word. You know what I mean? In, in the future, we're going to use that as yeah. a term, and people will. In the future, they'll go, oh man, that's so 2020. You know what I mean? Um, but for me, man, when I hear 2020, I'm like, man, can I do that again? Can yeah. we try that again? I mean, let's go. Look. Can we keep this around for a couple more years? You know, I don't want people to die, though. You know, at the same time, you know, I, I understand that it's just, I don't know. Just from our standpoint, you know, it, it worked out in our favor. And I'm hoping that the biggest thing that I hope that we can take out of this is that we can take some of the momentum that we gained through this. Yeah. And I know it won't be the same once things go back to normal. But we can use that to get this place back to where it should be. You know, this this place, because of the way the racing is here, and, and because, you know, this place ain't never going to be in a position where, you know, the the uh, land's got so much value because things are built up around it. Yeah, it this will is not Myrtle Beach. This is never going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. So, you know, this place can stay here forever. You know what I mean? There is no reason this place should ever not race and ever not be successful out here. Yeah. Because, you know, for whatever reason, fans come here. I mean, you can yep. get fan, and it's like, well, you know, I've had people come here before and they go, how the heck's anybody, how the heck's anybody even know y'all race out here? You know, it didn't takes, you know, you got to do a good job of promoting to get people out here. But once you get them out here, they're coming back. Yeah. I mean, unless they're just highfalutin, you know, wine and cheese crowd, they're coming back. And eventually, you know, if I owned this place, eventually, you know, I would want this place to be, you know, one of the nicest facilities there is. And it, it could be. I mean, all it takes is some hard work and a lot of money. It kind of, this thought just kind of came to me. So many people in, in racing, and probably more so on like the NASCAR side, the national side, the TV side, have tried to push racing as another mainstream sport, another right. football, basketball, baseball. And I've always kind of thought in the back of my mind, like, racing's always been a niche. 100%. Like, sometimes it's been a more popular niche, but it's always kind of been a niche. And I think with, with all this and everything you laid out, it plays right into that hand. This is just right. a really cool niche. It come, is. Come hang out with us. Come race or come watch. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And I mean, I'm telling you, like I said earlier, you got to be miserable not to enjoy this place. You do. I mean, yeah. you just do. It, it is. It is one of the coolest places. Just the drive here. If the drive here, <laughs> now racers sometimes they go to drive yeah, they're, here. They're, they're, they're go to a one line, right back. Go to a one lane bridge and go. I, I don't know how I'm getting to this place. You know, so they end up a little bit frustrated when they get here until they get on the racetrack. But if, from a fan standpoint, there's no cooler ride to any racetrack than coming out here. There's everything about here is just enjoyable. You know, if you come from North Carolina, come up 77, come down to Parkway and come here. You'll see so many things that you're not going to see going anywhere else. And all these back roads and all the ways to get here. I mean, I wish, you know, I wish there was a little bit easier way to get here for some people, but, you know, because that's, you know, they, they don't like that. But, you know, you should. You should enjoy those rides. I mean, coming out here is just so enjoyable. And once you get here, you will enjoy yourself 100%. Well, I've enjoyed myself being here, and I'm going to go put a coat on because I'm getting a little cold in this press <laughs> box. But, well, uh, I'll turn the heat on here in a minute. <laughs> but uh, appreciate you, brother. And, yeah, man. Uh, wish you all the best going forward, and uh, hopefully we'll be – hopefully I'll be coming through here to watch a race or broadcast a race, and I'll see you running around trying to make sure the hamburgers aren't poisonous or anything in the pits. Well, I didn't have to touch the concessions this year, and I wish I didn't next year. But, you know, uh, everything else, we're – Trying to fill in gaps everywhere we could, for sure. Appreciate you coming out, though, man. 
Thank you guys for listening to this special episode of the Half Price Concessions Podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to our podcast on whatever app you're using to listen to us on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, whatever you're listening on, hit subscribe. That way you will automatically download or be notified every time we put out a new episode. Because sometimes we put out weekly episodes, sometimes it's every two weeks, sometimes it's every three weeks. We don't follow a set pattern or schedule, but hit subscribe. That way you'll never have to wonder when we're putting out new material. We got one more new episode coming for you here at the end of 2020, and then we'll shut the book on what has been a long, crazy, hard to predict, insane season for all of us in racing and even us here at the Half Price Concessions Podcast. So stay tuned to us. One more new episode. We'll wrap up the season and we'll head toward 2021. But we sincerely thank you for listening to the Half Price Concessions Podcast.